0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool A N A C O O L on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. This is 77 WABC Sports. Here's Mike Dedino.
1: All right, Phil. How do you like the music? It's a nice a butter, to rock. Hold on.
2: Shut up. Who is this? Shut up. It's 50 Cent. Do you know what this is? 50? This Do you know who's goddamn intro music this is? Are you a real Colgan. Yeah,
1: there you go. I want Kurt Angle. You suck. That's a, that's a good one, too. That's a good one. You know who comes after that?
2: Colby Covington. What is this pill over here? I see a pill. Alright, we're back. Casual and the connoisseur. NBA season, so you're dec- definitely uh, the casual here. Well, MLB season's coming up, so... Well, we're talking about the NBA right now, because we're in the heart of the NBA the season. The NBA is, is brutal. It's brutal.
1: The regular season is unwatchable.
2: You just, ta- you just talked about a sport that has 162 games in the regular season. That's that's doable? Yeah, but the NBA with Where the, game, where the games brutal. are three hours long. Well, the, the MLB shorter. is going
1: to be a lot different this season.
2: Like good, it's good
1: changes. Yeah, no, I'm I, excited I for the MLB this season. A lot of new changes with pitch counts and
2: shifts. Well, the great, the great I was thing listening about that is, No, stop! Oh don't God. cut me off.
1: You know what's going to be interesting? I didn't even think of this till I heard an interview with Christian Yelich on the way in today. So the baseball is implementing the new shift rule when you. The only, baseball. Baseball is implementing a new shift rule when you have to have two people on each side of the bag. Now, Yelich was mentioning that teams might be putting guys in motion during the play. Now, for example, if a left-handed hitter is up and you have one guy shaded just to the left of the second base, the second base, second base, once the pitch is thrown, is he able to run to the other side of the
2: base and like he's in motion, like it's some sort of football play? Dude, my brain is not in motion right now. This is, we have time for baseball. We don't need to go into intricacies of baseball right now. It's interesting. That'd be pretty cool if guys were running mid-play. I guess that'd be that would be interesting, but not as interesting as the NBA, which is going on right now. Uh, we got a bunch of things we could get into. What, what's I mean? Let's let's talk about the news at least right now. Uh, yesterday we figured out LeBron is going to miss significant, some significant time. It's a fake injury. Today we it's not a fake injury. The guys, skip said hundred did he say oh, this? He said it injury? was a fake injury. Well, of course, shtick with him. He, he hasn't he hasn't meant a word he said since like two thousand and twelve. He's just saying whatever uh, makes money appear, which has been working for him so far. LeBron's out. We figured out today it's going to be two to three weeks, which is pretty brutal for this Lakers team that's trying to make the playoffs. Uh, apparently, he was playing with it already injured in the Dallas game where it got re-injured, and now he's going to be uh, out for a few weeks. 12th place right now in the Western Conference. I can already see what the picture is being painted, right? The, the Lakers have been bad for the majority of the season. And they're probably not going to, you know, end up turning too many heads. They got better over the trade deadline, but they're they're not, like, a great team by any means. And they haven't, like, really looked the part. I mean, they won the last two games. Congratulations on the two-game win streak. But I can already see the picture being painted. Uh, LeBron gets injured when this team was already bad, and now they get, already have their pre-built excuse for when they miss the playoffs. Oh, we, we, we miss, had LeBron miss out half the season. We had AD miss out for a quarter of the season. Well, Give if they were
1: up. both healthy, would they have made the playoffs? Well, if, So your argument's irrelevant.
2: We could do hypotheticals every single Absolutely. year. Every single year. And, what, the, we, and they work. No, they don't. What, if, what if actually happened was
1: healthy that they built, they would have made the playoffs.
2: Well, then you shouldn't rely on a team with two guys who, one is 38 years old, and the other guy who's never had a healthy season in his career. Then m- maybe that's the case. What happens is what we're seeing, and what we're seeing is they're not a great team. They're far from. They're below five hundred. They're not even in. We're, we're talking about this team that's not even in the play-in right now, and they're a half a game back from the play-in, and likely that they would have probably made it in with LeBron. Sure, but then you know you're fighting for a play a playoff spot where you're gonna end up playing a top four seed, or top two seed. So sorry. ten teams make the playoffs.
1: So
2: six teams make the playoffs. Four teams make the play-in. So 20
1: out of 30 teams make the playoffs?
2: No, the play-in is not no, the no playoffs. No, 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 it is the playoffs no, it's not.
1: because you you're, you just get into that and then you could make That's the playoffs. That's not playoffs. It is. No, it's not. It's like the it's like the last 6 in for the March Madness. Like that, you know how Yeah, the, yeah, but it's not the same
2: thing. It is. You no, have it's to not. win and then the, the, so I mean
1: 20 out of 30 teams
2: technically make the playoffs. No, they technically don't. The playoffs start with 16 teams. That is the playoffs. All the statistics that happen to play in aren't counted for playoff stats. This is actually they're not counted for anything, which is kind of funny. But uh, so what do they? What do they? What do they count for? Nothing. They just diminish. They're gone forever. Really? They're probably in a couple of years. Probably going to be have some stupid play in stat. Oh, this guy's. The, the you like the play in match. game? Yeah, I love it. They're playing games. All three of them. They're fun. They are fun. It three. It's three games. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's something new. At least you have you have teams. Yeah, that but kind it gives
1: of... it gives teams incentive not to try. It literally gives teams incentive not to play starters because no. it's just oh, just get into the playing game and then go from. And if you're healthy in that game, that's all that matters. Because I mean, at the end of the day, there's not much of a difference between the 7th seed and the ten seed. I guess you have to win twice as the ten. Yeah, seat. there are, there's a big difference. You have to win twice. There's actually
2: a big difference between eight and nine. Yeah, you have to win once versus twice. Yeah. So, that's a big deal. But in look days, look you I'm, want to be healthy. Look what happened with the Clippers last year. Everyone kind of wrote them in. Oh, you know, they're they're uh, a 7 seed. They're, they're going to end up... You know, all they need is one game, and they lost both, and they missed the playoffs entirely. It happens. It's Whatever. I like the play-in. That's, I, I think it's fun. But uh, as of right now, I mean, the Lakers, are they going to even make a play-in spot without LeBron? Probably. I mean, it's a good chance. Right now, they're fighting with... Who is OKC and Portland for the last spot? The Jazz, the Timberwolves, the Pelicans. The Pelicans are going to get better once Zion comes back. You have any uh, opinions on any uh, anything? I'm thinking <laughs> because I was
1: listening to Sal Lakata yesterday on the radio. You know who that is? He works for the Fan. Typically does the overnights, but yesterday he was in the evening shift, and he was talking about the Knicks and how um, how how RJ Barrett has been a disappointment, and if he was a superstar that the Knicks would be a real good team. But then he went on to talk about Zion Zion Williamson as if he was just some schmuck. What's the consensus on Zion?
2: Zion Williamson is one of the 15 best players in basketball. And that's what
1: I thought. And and this guy, Lakata, who yells and screams and, and begs for attention was saying that He's been a massive disappointment, and he in and he, and, and difference between
2: him and RJ Barrett is not much. That's kind of like the opinion. I
1: mean, that's pathetic to that's, come out and say that. That's kind of the
2: opinion for people who don't actually watch the sport and, very and, much. And
1: that's what I'm saying. A guy like that is hosting a show on the fan, and he's clearly a buffoon when it comes to basketball. So why is he even
2: talking? The, a lot of have you noticed that a lot of people talk about sports they don't really know about.
1: Shouldn't he bring somebody on to talk about it? I don't know.
2: It's it, it's not my concern. Because Zion
1: Williamson's terrific when healthy, but he's obviously amazing. he's never healthy. But is, is how, well, how even is his, he never healthy or no, did he, he just miss that one season?
2: He he missed this. I, listen. There's been enough well, it's injuries. He's actually never been healthy. Yeah, there's been enough injuries where it's a concern, right? His rookie season, he uh, missed like the first half of the season. He ended, ended up only playing I think 29 games. Second season missed that the entirety of it. His third season, was phenomenal. That's when he was I thought he was an All-NBA talent. He didn't quite make it that uh, to the All-NBA, but he was an All-Star. And then this year's his fourth season where he's missed again probably half of it and But he made uh, the All-Star game. Yeah, well he got voted in. So it's kind of a He I mean, was he good enough to make the All-Star game? Sure, he was like on at the level of other all stars, but uh, he got voted in, so it's kind of that gimme all star. So, if you were
1: building a team, would you take Ja or um, Zion with Zion's injury concern? What about if both
2: were healthy? Who would you take? Even when they're both healthy, it's close. I I think we've seen what Ja could do in the playoffs as as the primary force as a primary source of offense. He's he's a great player, and he's he's the reason why this Grizzlies team is going to make it far if they make it far. But Zion Williamson, I think it's just some. He has some otherworldly force of offense inside the paint. Some things that we've only seen from Shaquille O'Neal before, and that's just something that you can't really replicate. What Ja, I'm not saying what Ja does is easy to replicate, but what Zion does, no one has. So I think when both healthy, Zion. But you, if you have to account for health in this, it's it makes it a lot closer. But I still, I still find I'm I'm like so stuck on Zion because I I was I was so high on him in college. Which he, everyone was like, I'm, I, you know, I'm not picking. I, it's not. I found out th- about this guy that nobody knew about, and I've been preaching his name. But it, it, everyone knew he was going to be good in college. But uh, every time there's like a, you ever notice this when there's like a great uh, NBA prospect, they're going to come in the NBA. Everyone like just out of they don't they don't know anything about them. they just kind of start going. Hey, he's going to be a bust. He's going to be a bust. He can't do that in the NBA. He's, they're doing it with Victor Wembanyama right now. Where it's like, dude, are you seeing what this guy's doing on offense? Who is that? The French seven four. Where is he the, playing again? He plays in France. Oh. And he's good. He's going to go he's, one. He's undoubtedly going to go one. He's a next talent, year. Yeah, in this upcoming draft, he's everyone wants one Banyana. But it, it's it's another case of that where it's we're seeing this guy who's like a consensus number one. No one's even close. Best player in uh, in the draft, and people are kind of just out of nowhere going, "Well, I, I don't think he's going to be good because I don't know. He's skinny. Compared well, he, to, he, compare he's, it to uh,
1: football, it's almost like he was he you know someone to Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was one of the highly touted prospects in the last decade, probably since yeah. Andrew Luck. It was like no questions asked. Like it's, like, it's, it's
2: like if Joe Burrow was 20 years old coming out of. He's like the Bryce Harper of uh, this. I was talking about Zion. Yeah, Zion. Oh. Yeah, he's like the Bryce oh. Harper. Oh, oh, wow. No, Bryce Harper yeah. was amazing. Yeah. He played when he was 19. He started in the All Star game when he was 19. He's like that.
1: Yeah, but Bryce is good and healthy. So it's tough to compare a guy that's never healthy to a guy that's a borderline healthy. He's like a Joe already. Burrow, though. Okay. That's, but once again, Joe has been healthy, too.
0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.
2: Well, I'm saying, coming into the... Dr- I don't know. I don't even know what we're talking about. Alright, um, we we're, were talking about LeBron's injury. We kind of pivoted his eye on there. Uh, another person that is, that's injured, LaMelo Ball, we figured out today that the injury uh, on his right foot is a fractured foot is going to be out for the whole season. Are oh, the ball's injury prone because Dude, I I tweeted yesterday someone needs to investigate the genetics of Lavar Ball because it's like serious concerns. Right now you have Lonzo Ball in Chicago who's missed the entire of the season.
1: He, has, is he ever going to play again?
2: Did you hear the, the injury now they're saying yeah, they've never say seen something it's like unique. it. You never want to hear a doctor say it's unique. His
1: build is funny because he's got really skinny legs. Uh Lonzo? Yeah.
2: yeah. And he's, I mean, both of the Ball Brothers are like tall point guards. Lonzo's 6'6, yes. six, six. Lamello's like 6'8. They
1: they they're just a lanky build. And now Leandro always had an ankle problem, too, if you remember
2: that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have an ankle problem when he continues playing in, in uh, Yo, Istanbul come on, or wherever man. he's playing. Um, I mean, this is like the third leg injury that Lamelo Ball has had this season. Yeah, no, he, he wasn't. Did he
1: miss any games prior to the season?
2: Yeah, oh, th- prior to the season? Well, he's had like lingering ankle injuries for for a while now. But, you know, this year has been three consecutive leg injuries. And, Is that uh, just bad luck, the ankle? the ankle seems like it happens to everybody, at least. I guess, yeah. But yesterday, it seemed weird when he came down on a shot and he just landed on it funny and he just went down and ended up being a foot fracture. He broke his foot. And he, they have every right to, to sideline him for the rest of the season. I mean, the Hornets are 20-43 and 43 on the year. They're in, in that guaranteed top-four lottery spot to for that victory. Have run they on been the, the, the,
1: the biggest disappointment this season? Because they were a team, I believe they played in the play-in last year. Yeah. And they were a team that was on the rise,
2: presumably on the rise. Well, you have to think they've kind of had a series of unfortunate events happen, and the major, the one unfortunate event above anything else was Miles Bridges' whole debacle with his. Is he uh, going to play again? T- hopefully not. Hopefully, I why? Mean, you don't think he deserves a second chance? No, I think this is this is not the first time he's had domestic abuse issues too. It's just messing around. By yeah, the way. he's 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 done, and he should be done. He's some listen in Miles, Pl- um, uh, not Miles Plumlee, uh who am I thinking of? Myers Leonard just got a second chance in the NBA, so they're probably gonna end up giving. And it's di- much Myers different. Leonard didn't beat shit out of somebody. No, he he just uh, he went so- off on an Xbox chat. Listen, man, as a guy that was grew up in those Xbox chats, I've heard a lot worse. Honestly, I think what he did was—I mean, you know—it's you're comparing two bad things, but I think what he did was less dangerous than what Kyrie Irving was doing this year. Like, spouting, like, like pre- preaching anti-Semitism for your millions of followers to try to join in on these conspiracy theories. I think that's a lot more dangerous than... Well, Miles Leonard didn't do that. No, no, he just said, just, he said, he said a, uh... Slipped out, a word a slur, slipped out yeah. when
1: he was playing video games. It's if you recorded
2: me playing video games, I probably wouldn't be employed. I, I think, well, you know, he's, he's a 30-year-old man, it's different with yeah. him. When I was, everyone had their, uh... Phases on Xbox and PlayStation back when they were. Don't condone Kyrie's nonsense. I tried. to No, I'm saying I'm saying what Kyrie did is worse.
0: What oh, Kyrie,
2: wow. I was, Kyrie did is worse than Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard had a slip up, which you know, obviously, it's you never want to have that. It's not good by any means. But he what did, he did stick around, though. Though yeah, he, he's, he's actually been, he's been pretty good. He's played. He's been pretty good. And the Bucks could use someone after they got rid of Ibaka. That failure uh, experiment there. They could use like another backup center with Bobby Portis out. So he's been fine. I mean, why not? Why not keep them? You could always use another shooter, to, uh, shooting big around the honest. Can we talk about the Knicks? Yeah, let's my do My Knicks? You, <laughs> my New York <laughs> What'd Knicks. What did you say last week? My New York Knicks. You completely abandoned them when oh, they came most. Oh, I'm not a most. Knicks fan. 6 um, 0 since acquiring Josh Is Hart. Is that the right? J-Denna. They haven't lost a game? Not sure. One. I think you're wrong. Pretty sure they have lost a game. <laughs> I'm 100% right. They've been 6 and 0 since they got Josh Hart in that trade. Traded three second rounders. At the time, it seemed like a pretty low-risk trade, even considering that Josh Hart is pretty likely to be a free agent this uh, offseason. He's got that player option. He's probably going to opt out of it. And even if he does opt in— So what was the reasoning to get him, then? three
1: You trade three round, He's a free agent next year? So you're not going, going anywhere this year. Well, he has year. a
2: player option. And like you
1: said, he'll probably opt out. Uh, it's
2: likely. And even if he does opt in, he has a non-guarantee, so they could waive him if they want to, uh, to, to make space in this— I think they're a cap team. I don't have the projections in front of me, but— um, Oh, his first game was against Utah, right? Yeah. Oh wow, they have not lost with him six and zero. They're impressive, and and the and the biggest, ripped on my Knicks. I listen, it's a fun team to rip on, but they've been good. It's, well, Brunson's elite. I said Brunson, I, the top three point guard in the NBA. <laughs> no, I saw someone try to make the argument if uh, he's the best point guard in the East, which is I think actually a fairly compelling argument. I I wouldn't go that far, but I think it's. Something you, you could you argue.
1: Is Harden a point
2: guard? Yeah, that's why. If you go Harden, if you go D- uh, Darius Garland, I still think is a better point is guard. No, Mitchell not a point guard. Donovan Mitchell? No. Shooting He's, guard. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, you know, you're different. Trey Young's close. I guess Trey Young's Trae, Trae, I think Trey Young is better than Jalen Brunson, but who has had a better season? It's, I think. Why have the Hawks been a disappointment this season? Their defense is horrible. It's always been. And offensively, they still can't find a rhythm with Trey and uh, Deshaun Taylor. Are Murray. they going to blow that up? I mean, right now they're in the midst of signing another new coach. Uh, they're really they just got Quinn. Yeah, just Quinn, Quinn Snyder. There really isn't too much space to blow things up. But I don't know. I want to pivot back to the Knicks. Okay, right? What do you think the Knicks' ceiling is? this? Because they're going to make the playoffs, presumably. The Knicks' ceiling is
1: win one playoff round.
2: Do you think they could? Depends who they play. Right now, 4-5. It's pretty steady locked in. Uh, I mean, they they could fall out. They're two and a half games away from falling out.
1: What's their record versus Celtics this year? Because they've won the last two, I believe. Yeah,
2: I I, I don't know if they've how many, how many they've played, but I know they've won the last two.
1: I think they lost one early. What do you play? They play each other it?
2: five times a year. So, um, Do you think they can beat the Cavaliers in the playoffs? Years? Uh, don't care, but no. <laughs> Who's? I'll take D-Mitch over anybody
1: in the Knicks. At the end I'm of the day, fine. it's going to come down to... Um, well, We saw what Randall did in the playoffs. Do you trust him going into the playoffs? It's pretty much going to be the same situation it was two years ago. <laughs> he had a great regular season, made the All-Star game. can he can you keep that up in the playoffs.
2: The good thing is that he's not going to have to have the all the load on because him
1: because you have Jalen now. Cuz you
2: have Jalen Brunson. Uh
1: um, Who's the next third option? It's RJ Barrett. So RJ. Yeah. Still? RJ
2: Barrett still like averages 20 points a game. I don't know how cuz you don't like really notice it. He scores 20 a game and you check the box score he has like 21 points. You're like, "When did that happen?" You kind of he kind of just sneaks in a few baskets. It's he 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 is a like a decent scorer in the NBA like, scoring 20 now doesn't mean as much as it did a decade ago, but it's still means something it's a meaningful amount of points to add in every single night but it doesn't it just it, it feels This feels like a bad cop but it feels unimpactful he feels like he has an unimpactful 20 points which doesn't make any sense because you know you could always have the argument well it's scoring 20 what more do you want from him but it doesn't you don't feel you know when, when the pressure's high him like really coming in he doesn't really do much other than scoring too and that's kind of just his only thing. Like, his playmaking, we've kind of been waiting on since his rookie year. Like, oh, he's going to make this like leap. He kind of made a leap his sophomore year. But ever since then, it has stagnated and it's actually looked worse. I think it's, it's gone down in that department. But he's their third option. So what do you think the next ceiling is? I think if they'd be happy to win one round. And
1: then and that's the problem with the NBA, no? I mean, how many teams have a legit chance to win this year? Five,
2: if Heck. that? I mean, in the East, I think three, two more so than others. The Bucs and the Celtics, the uh, 76ers in third there. And the West, God knows. The West is wide open. God knows. I mean, the Nuggets are definitely the best team in the regular season so far. When's but, KD come back? Um, he should be. I think it's tomorrow. Soon, right? I think tomorrow he's making his return. Wednesday. Um, and, you know, at that point... I mean, point,
1: looking at the West, you pulled up the standings here. It is... It looks like there's, I mean... There's like f- four games that separate... Between third... The four seed and the 12 seed. Three and a half games. Four yeah. Four games... Separate the Suns as the four seed and the Thunder as the thirteen seed. Yeah, that's all it is. So out of that bunch, that cluster fuck, I'll just say four to thirteen. Which chance has which team that may not be at the
2: top right now has a chance to? Maybe... Well, I mean, the give me is the Suns just because they have Kevin Durant. Well,
1: the Suns are the four seed. I just yeah. said that's not at the top. So give me like between the Utah T Wolves, Pelicans, Trailblazers, Lakers, Thunder. Any of those teams have a chance to make noise?
2: Any team that's not in the playoffs right now?
1: Yeah, I'd say out of the top six, any of those
2: teams. Well, I mean, like, number seven is the obviously defending the I champion. Didn't,
1: I didn't say the Warriors for a reason. Um, I was more so thinking Jazz, T Wolves, Pelicans, I mean, Blazers. The
2: Pelicans were the best. They had the number one seed in the Western Conference before Zion went down. They Really? Were, they were very good. Brandon Ingram, and that was with Brandon Ingram missing a bunch of time. He was out with a toe injury for like a, a month or so. So during that p- stretch, they were the number one team in the West. When it was early in the season, so you know you lose two games, you're in seventh place. That's kind of what happened with them. And I, I think even now if Zion comes in, if Brandon Ingram is healthy, they still have C McCollum, uh they're very deep. There's a team that can make that could easily make a push to the conference finals if if the chips fall in the right spots. How about the Kings? They legit contender. I don't know how I feel with contender. I I still think the funniest
1: possible scenario Who are their top three? It's it's um Monk. Fox and Zabonis. That's their top three. <laughs> I like how you say
2: Monk first. That's, yeah, well, I'm just saying they're top yeah, yeah, three. Yeah. Those are. I mean, probably Monk Who comes else off do the they bench. Have? They they got their rookie that's played well. Keegan right? Murray's been fantastic. I mean, he's had one of the more
1: underrated rookies. Because seasons. when they made that trade, a lot of people thought that they got jobbed. The Kings.
2: Yeah, I I it's been one of those like we like weird win win. Both won. Yeah, I still think in the long run it's going to help out. Well, the, Indiana's
1: garbage. No, Indiana.
2: Yeah, but well, Tyrese Halliburton has missed a bunch of time. Okay, but even then, I I think it's going to help in the end a little bit more in the long run. But as of now, I mean, both teams are. You, you know, all you could really ha- ask for the Kings is a season like this. A- anything is good. Once you don't make make the playoffs since two thousand and four, two thousand four has been the 19- years. Yeah, Jesus, oh, it's been that long. All you could, you know, they make the playoffs and it's you're rejoicing. They're not even in the play-in. Too this is a team, like, they surpass the play-in. It's not even like, all right, we could win one game and we could have a couple home uh, home court advantage games in the playoffs. We could win one game, you know, out in five games and we're happy. They're. Locked in the playoffs right now, which is huge for them. I think the funniest possible outcome would be after tw- almost twenty years of not making the playoffs, they make it for the first time and just somehow win a championship. That'd be the funniest it's, thing it's, in the world. Do
1: they have a chance to win the championship? No, right?
2: It, it, it's it's hard to picture this working in the playoffs, especially with the defensive woes that we've seen with Demontis Sabonis, how he gets targeted in the playoffs. It's hard to imagine that, but you know, for them, it's they had they could win a round. It's totally not out of the question. And you make it to the conference semis and put up a fight there. Given what they were, what their circumstances were before the season, you have to be happy with that. One more thing
1: before we move on to boxing slash NBA. The Warriors have some of the most incredible splits, home-away splits this year of all time. It's oh, just unreal. They cannot win a game when they're not in Chase Center. How?
2: I understand they have a great home court advantage, but... You know, home, home court... Home in a way, you know the home court advantage thing. That's something I've, that's always kind of fascinated me. So like I never really grip what causes it. Understanding the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, but it, even like some. Well, some. It's just a bunch of Brad and Chad's cheering. So, well, some arenas have just by virtue of the arena have advantages, right? Like like a place like Utah or Denver because you're playing in high altitude yeah. and you're used to that those conditions. It could be different weather, um, travel if you're traveling far across the country, you're going from Portland to Boston, that puts a wear on you. With you know that in. Cross country flight. I honestly, I don't even know. I've never. That's something I've never had terms to grip with. Is home versus away. Some players, I guess, it just gets in their head. It, it's harder to play when you don't have fans cheering for you. Some some pe- people, players, you could always see they like live off the crowd. They make. I, like,
1: I live off the crowd booing me. If I were to ever be in the NBA, <laughs> well,
2: you're not in the NBA. How would you? If know I that? were to
1: ever play in the NBA, I feel like I'd be a nice villain. Some
2: players do. Some like guys like Pat Beverly love that. Yeah. they love him. They do. Funny, like,
1: I've been called him a lot.
0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans.
1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Think I look like him at I could see a little resemblance. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, let's move on. Enough of basketball.
2: Real quick, I just want to talk about, uh, did you watch Damian Lillard's 71-point game?
1: No, but I did take the uh, Rockets and the under. <laughs> what was the final score in that game? Like 135 to 178. Yeah, I stopped watching when Dame would not miss a shot.
2: I told you not to take that bet.
1: Uh, it was just a sprinkle, you know, sprinkle. But, but no, I did not watch Unreal.
2: It. You know, we've had four 70-point-plus games. I mean that's a problem. The know? last 30 years. No, I don't we've had we've had four in the last 30 years so it's not like we have them every other month. So easy to score. But we've had two in the last month and a half.
1: Yeah, and it's going to keep. You're going to see another one by the end of the year. I don't Co- think what so. What can the NBA do to to ch- change to change their product up? And when I like can they move the three point line back at all? Can I it's, no. Can you not maybe can you <laughs> no. not take a three pointer until the last x amount of minutes? In the no, order? No, I'm just if trying just... to think of there's anything because it's just
2: Did I, you watch, you watch that game? Well, no, I don't have NBA ticket. What? All right, me watching the game. There's nothing you could do to stop Damon no, from scoring can't. that. Because he some that's what sometimes you have players go nuclear, and there's nothing you can do about it. It just happens.
1: And I've been and I've been saying this because my one buddy that doesn't watch much, I don't watch much basketball, but I have been over the last few weeks, and he says they just don't play defense. Well, these guys are just so damn good. You go under a pick, you that's give what them, it is. you give them one second to shoot, and they're all so good at shooting now. It's it's the you players can't play D. The it's average, impossible to play D. The average
2: player now is better than it's ever been. I old heads have a hard time acknowledging that, but that's just what it is. Like, so would MJ not be good anymore? No, he'd be that's not what I'm saying. Okay. He'd still be amazing. He would have adjusted, he would have been a different player. Yeah. Now you'd have to adjust the shooting. But it's just the way guys score now, it's you really can't guard someone like Dame Lillard when he's like that. And the 71 points was unreal. I have to ask you, uh is what is the most impressive single game scoring performance you've ever seen as a basketball?
1: Yes, a guy like this. I don't really have an answer. You, off the there's top never of been my head. one
2: time where you watch the game, and you're like, Th- "That was the one."
1: Um, that LeBron game was it? Game seven versus the Celtics when they were down three two. That was
2: game six. It was a game six in Miami. Yeah, and he just put. Oh yeah, yeah. That. yeah, oh yeah two thousand and what was that two thousand ten? Where he just put his head down and. Uh, Went absolutely nuts. Well, LeBron had a few in the He's playoffs. He had a lot. Well, do you he had one <laughs>
1: against a low-scoring game, I believe, when he was on Cleveland and Isn't it was the a game seven versus the Celtics. And he, I think, there was a low-scoring game, and he may have had like forty. But forty doesn't. I mean, how can you compare forty to
2: seven? Well, it, now? It, it depends when you get it too in the game. Like LeBron had that game in Cleveland, I think it was two thousand nine against the Pistons, game seven, where he scored. When he hit the buzzer beater. Twenty-four. No, that was different. That was against the Magic. He scored twenty-four of the last twenty-five points in. Uh, regular in to end the game, and which ended up winning the the game. It was, that was an unreal scoring performance. I still think, as, at least for regular season goes, number one... Uh, Don't
1: say Kobe's last game.
2: No. It's that, honestly, that was that, fixed. That, that, but that was something miraculous watching. That was awesome. It was cool. I mean, they obviously wanted him to score 60 but as much as possible. He ended up getting 60. But I still think the number one was... I, I wish I knew this. I think it was 2019, Klay Thompson against the Indiana Pacers, where he had 62 and... And he scored twenty seven in one quarter. He had he had three he only played three quarters. He sat yeah. the entire fourth quarter, just unreal scoring. I've never seen like just as far as pure buckets goes. Took like 19 dribbles the entire game, scored 60. Just I remember that's that's when I was like I felt like a kid watching that. Where I was standing up at my TV. Every time he got he got the ball, I would put a hand in the air and he would just nail it. And I was I was like literally screaming at my TV as a twenty something year old watching basketball. That was one of the most unreal. That's the dream, no? That, I, yeah it is that's, that's that's like that was when I felt the most human I felt the liveliest watching basketball I felt happy and I was like this is what the sport is for why people watch this and now I'm back to my miserable self
1: yes well m- join my pool of misery All I right, only have five more minutes
2: yeah let's move on to uh, boxing slash MMA Fury didn't win by unanimous decision it was split decision, no, it wasn't split decision. did I put me unanimous you put okay. unanimous he won by split decision yes did you watch the fight I did watch it what was your takeaway from the fight do you, that you have any? Tommy
1: Fury needs to get his chicken because he was clearly the better fighter than Jake Paul. It was Jake looked like a, a YouTuber. No, you no, know, he looked good. Did he? He looked good. I don't think Jake looked good in that fight. People, I don't think he looked bad, but I don't think he.
2: That's looked- what it pe- people just have a, a high bar for him. They're expecting like to watch Canelo Alvarez when they watch Jake Paul. You have to, you know, this is a guy who's had six pro fights before this, and when I say pro, you know, his first one was against like Nate Robinson. It's for for a guy who got into I don't the sport think he
1: of, could really beat anybody that's actually a boxer. Well, of
2: course not. These guys have had training for, for their entire lives. Like actually, so what does
1: he do now? He still just he what happens if he so he probably fights Fury again. He right? probably
2: should. I mean, he's he still could make a ton of money. He made 30 million off this fight. Yeah. He can still make a ton of money in the sport, clearly. Fight guys like KSI, like he would beat the brakes off KSI. But nobody wants to see that. And YouTube a lot of people would. Him that's, versus KSI. Those are like the number the two top uh YouTube boxers by far. And they
1: probably will fight Casey like, cuz he only cares about the check at the end of the day. He doesn't care Does he really no, care? No, I, I think I think
2: he actually has he something does. invested. He sold his house in LA, moved to Puerto Rico full time, yeah. and his training. Like he this guy isn't like No, he, he takes it serious. I I have respect for him. So, so do me, I. Someone who bo- I've been boxing for 6 years, uh long, actually longer than Jake Paul has, and his development is is very rapid and he's actually he's a good fundamental boxer. Like a lot of people What do you think about
1: Fury? I th- I th- thought he looked excellent. I didn't know much about him. I thought he was...
2: I mean, if we we could get technical, uh, I think there's things that, like, there's been a lot of openings in the fight that he missed out. He won. I mean, he was the better boxer. Uh, You know, in that fourth round, third or fourth round, he started finding the uppercut. He could have gone to that a little earlier when Jake Paul was especially go- going low with his overhand. He kept going his low. Haymakers. Jake Paul, he did, there was a feeling out process that he didn't, well, the first
1: round, I think, right when you watched the first round, he knew Jake was in trouble.
2: Have you have you ever seen like the length of Tommy Fury's arms? That's no. the one thing. His arms are insanely long. He has like an eighty inch reach for someone who's six feet tall. His 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 arms are in, like like literally after this. Look at a picture of him standing up. His hands touch his knees.
1: Did you think that fight was entertaining?
2: Yeah, I, it, was it was fine. Okay. There was a little too much. Uh, Holding yeah. the ref got too involved. He took a point away from both of them. Oh, that which is was stupid. Both ah. both bo- both point takes uh takes were were bad decisions on my I own. think
1: he had to after he took the point away from Jake because yeah. that was awful. Because at that point, if he didn't, how can the judges be so off?
2: How can one judge? Because I there was a lot of swing rounds. When I was talking to my friend like live round by round, I said that could have been either round. That could have been either one. That could have been either one. I think I think one fury was was clear. Six was clear with Jake because he had the uh, knockdown, and I think Eight. four. Eight was a knockout. Eight, I, I keep thinking it's a six-round fight. Yeah, and then four was Jake. Other than that, like all the rounds are kind of gi- gimmies. Pretty so. close. I I have no qualms with the decision. So what do you
1: think happens next? They fight each other again. They're, they,
2: yeah, they're going to do a rematch. They made they both made too much money off of it not to do a rematch. And then UFC this weekend. Two eighty five main headline. I mean, it's a stacked card all around. We don't have too much time to talk about so it. Should I but.
1: put everything I own on John Bone Jones? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to do that. Is he going to win? You think this is, this is
2: his first time fighting in yeah. three years? So he should lose. He, I mean, he could lose. That's the, and his last fight was very close when he fought Dominic Reyes. And since then, Dominic Reyes has not looked good. Has not won a fight since then. Actually, got knocked down every single fight since getting a very close loss to John Jones. But um, I wrote this down. Does this make John Jones the goat? Uh, you don't, do, how how closely do you follow MMA? Not th- very closely. Do you do you think John Jones is the best fighter of all time? No. Who is Anderson Silva? That's fair. And honestly, that's not even like a bad opinion. I thought you were going to say something stupid. That's not a bad opinion. I think right now, I don't think John Jones needs this to become the GOAT. I think he is the greatest of all time. I mean, this is a guy who's had countless title fights fighting the upper echelon of the light heavyweight division for a decade now. Over a decade actually. He's like 35 years old. He's, he got the title at twenty-three. So over a decade, it's crazy. And he's fought the who's who of light heavyweights all time.
1: But he hasn't fought. He's fought so sporadically over the what? The last seven years?
2: Yeah, with with all his suspensions and he's had this three year layoff. Why would why was the three-year layoff now? He got into drugs again. No. <laughs> beat the crap out of his wife. Like <laughs> well he did he did do that. Yeah, he's he did have his domestic abuse thing. But uh he, he's been bulk he's changing divisions. He said he wanted to have a proper bulk up to heavyweight. And so he could fight with these bigger guys who, like Francis Ngannou, weighed sixty pounds more than Jon Jones did in divisions, and that's who he was prepa- uh, preparing to fight. So he, you know, you have to prepare your body. It's three years; it's a little excessive, but and in Ngannou, I mean, you know, I I wrote, uh, real quick, I wrote down: Does this mean anything less considering that Ngannou was the undisputed champion and he's vacating? Why is he vacating? He's he's moving on. He's leaving the UFC. He wants to make more money. He's going to box. He's going to probably box Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder or something to make some stupid money in some circus match that no one really cares about. But um, I don't think this means anything less because I, in my opinion, I thought Shirogan won against Francis Ngannou. That fifth round, that controversial fifth round where he pulled a leg lock or a heel hook where uh, he probably shouldn't have. And then Ngannou pr- proceeded to just lay and pray for the last two and a half minutes of the round. I don't think he won that. I think Shirogan won that fight. It was a very close fight. But I think this is debatably the two best heavyweights in the world fighting each other. So I'm cool with it going for the Undisputed Belt. I'm cool with this title fight. So final thoughts, who do you got? I, it's, it's been John Jones has gone on for too long. And in his striking exchanges, if he goes through the wrestling here, I think he could win. Because clearly, Cyril Gan, that was a deficiency he had against Ngadu, who is not a great wrestler. John Jones is a great wrestler. But Cyril Gan's stand-up is fantastic. I mean, the guy could fight on the ground too. He has a great submission game. So who do you have? I'd say... I, I, I think Cyril Ghosn going to win. All right, there it is. I think it's going to be a decision. It's going to be a close decision. A little uneventful first three rounds, but I think Cyril going to win. All right, wrap it up. Say, I mean, that's all we have for this time. You have any closing thoughts? Uh, closing thoughts. Nothing. Good, because I don't think we have time for it. We're getting Hulk Hogan out of here. Yes. Well, that's another episode of The Casual Connoisseur. Make sure to listen to us on all podcast platforms. Yes. And until next week.
1: Until next week.